Hey everyone, it's Tony, and tonight I am joined by Rachel, Mark, and Adam. How's it going, guys? Hey. Hey. Hey, we are all in our pandemic shelters, and uh, <laughs> what better thing to do during this the, these times than than watch a little Disney Plus? We've we've been uh, six months now with the service, just about, and uh, we figured it's about time to talk about our likes, our dislikes, our wants, our dreams, and uh, that's what brought us here tonight. All right, so you know we waited for it for a long time. There was a lot of build up. So my first question is, Mark. What did you watch first? Now, I think I'm going to have an idea what it was yeah. um, because it might be the same show that I watched, but uh, I yeah. will let you you take the reins here. All right. So I, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking the first show was Mandalorian, which is what I tried to watch. <laughs> right. But but um, I could like I took the I actually because November 12th was my birthday. So I took the day off. Bridget's back there. Say hi to her. Hi, Bridget. Yeah. So, so I took the day off November 12th with the intent to spend the day watching Disney Plus, right? So I tried to get into Mandalorian first thing and I couldn't get in. And so I ended up uh, watching that later that night. So the first thing I watched on Disney Plus was The Rocketeer. Oh. All right. And, and I haven't seen that movie in God knows how long, but I watched it. I was like, you know, that movie holds up. It's still a really good movie. Oh, you know, a little Jennifer Connelly never hurts. Uh, she's right. easy on the eyes. <laughs> so is that good for kids? It's an excellent yeah. movie. Yeah, it really is. And in fact, I want to. I I've been trying to talk my my family into watching it with me because I watched that my by myself that day, and I can I could never get them on board with it. I'm like, oh, let's watch some of these old movies. They never want to watch old movies. They only want to watch the new stuff. Well, I mean, I, I'm adding it to my list. I'm excited about this show because I need some stuff for my kid to watch. So that one yeah. is added. Yeah, the Rocketeer is a period piece, uh, but it's by the same guy who did Captain America. Uh, Joe Johnston. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of similarity in the tone of the movie between Rocketeer and uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah. So if you like Cap, you'll probably like the Rocketeer. Uh, Adam, how about you? What was the first thing you watched? Actually, the first thing I watched, and I did this on purpose, was Steamboat Willie, the All first right. cartoon. Of course. And it, I did not realize it was like two minutes long, and Mickey just <laughs> whistles. <laughs> and um, it's rough around the edges. But you know what? If In 1929 or 23, whatever year it was, I think it was 29. Yeah, because Mickey turned 90 in 2019. So, uh, yeah, that was that was good. And then I watched Mandalorian and Imagineering Story. The first episodes were up that first day. Although okay. I, th I think people were having maybe issues getting on or something because they were... You know, you had a lot of people coming on watching the same thing at the same time. So, but eventually, I watched those stuff. But the first thing was uh, Steamboat Willie. All right, which if you take that in its historical context, uh, people were amazed by that—that that you could, yeah. uh, you know, synchronize sound and music and the, the picture together—and it was, uh, it, it was something. I, I guess we take that for granted these days when we've got stuff like CGI. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, let's see, Rachel, how about you? What was your first show? If, if my memory is correct, which is very questionable nowadays, I think I started just watching some of the Marvel series because I remember that day. It was a weekday when it started, right? And I remember yeah. I was working, and I love the dialogue in the Marvel movies. And I'm, I'm a late – I mean, I'm not a comic fan like you are. I came on – I think we started watching – Infinity War, I think, was the first movie I ever saw of the Marvel. Wow. And then we went okay. back and watched them all. And then we saw Endgame. But I can just let those play and listen to, especially like Tony Stark's and when he's on, because his, his just little 
statements and everything. And so I think I had that on throughout the day, as well as Guardians of the Galaxy, because I think that's hilarious. And then right. the first original story, though, was the Imagineering story. I watched that before I watched Mandalorian. Okay. Yeah, I, I actually did watch the Mandalorian first. I got up first thing in the morning. I had some issues connecting. And then I just, you know, got about my day and came back maybe three, four o'clock, put the uh, Mandalorian in, watched the first uh, issue, uh, issue episode. And, uh, you know, like you, I went, I went to the Imagineering story and, and then I cried like, uh, like a baby. I don't know why, because, uh, you know, I'm in my early fifties and my hormones are all out of whack. So, um, but they were good times. Well, I so, still have not watched the last episode of it. Because oh, you have doesn't to. it tu- it touches on uh, the Imagineering story because it touches on Star Wars, right? Yeah, on the new ride, Rise of Resistance. Yes, and so because I haven't been on that yet, I still won't watch the last episode of Imagineering story. Wow. I think you know. I don't think I've seen the last episode either. Now that I'm thinking about it, for the same reason. Yeah. We're all locked in our houses. You have nothing, uh, yeah. nothing but time now. I uh, well, I'm st- I'm still bitter that you know half the world has been to galaxy's edge and i have it <laughs> well you'll so, get there in july so we hope right <laughs> we'll see uh, well i didn't say which july right <laughs> yeah now how about your overall impression you know we, we've we've had it now for five or six months and what do you guys think of the service is it is it what you imagined is it do you find it lacking I think it's a good service. I like it a lot. I do. Th- I, 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 know, I hear a lot of the criticism is that there's not a lot of new content, which I, I, I tend to agree with. Like there's they need more original content, I think. But but other than that, I think I think it's great. I love that they've got that this catalog of old movies, of old cartoons, of old. You know, I mean, I think it's fantastic. So I, I like that. But I do. I do hope they get more original content. And I think in the plan. But now, you know, all that stuff is delayed. Right. uh, Coronavirus. And I think they're bringing out original content, but it's just not content that's appealing across the board. Yeah. You know, like there's shows like Diary of a Future President, Be Our Chef, which eventually I'll get around to watching that, you know, Disney Encore, Shop Class, Pick of the Litter. They're just, you know, I I want I want that next big hook, that next big show. And what we've seen, it's like, okay, it's, it's nice. Like, you know, like Mark said, sometimes you just put this stuff on in the background and it's nice background stuff, but I'm not going to binge watch pick of the litter. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, I need a show like, you know, Mandalorian season two. I also like a show that's, you know, more than six or eight episodes long uh, because by, by the time, uh, you know, six episodes comes along, uh, you want more and that's it. It's done. You know, and, and you look at stuff like Kenobi, uh, which was originally supposed to be a six-episode series, and now they've knocked it down to four, and it's not going to debut until 2021 at the earliest. Yeah, so, right. You know, they they talk a big game, uh, but they're, you know, I just don't see the the blockbuster show yet. But time yeah, will time yeah. will tell. In fairness, though, in the old days, your season ended on a show you watched: Seinfeld, you know, Cheers, any show, Battlestar Galactica, Star Trek. And then you had to wait yeah. a year for the next season to come out. Mandalorian appeared in November. It's still April. Like, we got to, you know, yeah. kind of give it a little bit of time. Plus, Disney produces content for their television channels. ABC, the Disney Channel. Now, now, you could argue, well, maybe they should move some of that new stuff from 
their TV channels to the Disney Plus because we're now paying for it, but you're also paying for your cable, assuming you have a cable TV subscription or whatever. Right. However, you can consume that now. Whether Disney Plus should have you know sh- the new shows like although Modern Family just ended, but like a sitcom show like Modern Family or whatever they have now, like a, like that Housewife show or something. And I, I don't know all the I, I don't really get into that, but maybe they should have that on Disney Plus. I don't know. I don't know if it's really that's what it's for, but I know what you're saying. It's like we want something new. We want something big. Guess, you know, in hindsight, maybe they could have not done Mandalorian and Imagineering Story at the same time. Maybe space yeah. those out because we both yeah. we will watch them at the same time. Like, maybe they could have done that. One thing I think it is lacking, and I don't know, I think there's issues with why they can't have it on there, but I really wish they would have more of the older park stuff. The old Christmas specials, the parades, all of those like wonderful world of color. They have very yeah. few of those. And you can find a lot of that stuff on YouTube, but it's not the official site that we're, you know, paying eight dollars yeah. a month for. I would really like to see a lot of that stuff on the service. I said the other day, I was like, what we need is is um must do Disney on there yes. <laughs> with Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> I would just have that button running in the background all yeah. the time. <laughs> and it's on YouTube, but it's like, why isn't it, if they're playing it at the parks, yeah. why can't they play it on their own channel? I don't, it's pretty bizarre, <laughs> that whole thing, why they don't do that. Right. I don't know, Rachel, I mean, how about you? I guess, you know, I mean, I know this is for kids, mainly Disney, I guess, but I've have I've enjoyed some of the more adultish shows that I can find, and I wish there were a little bit more um, not that this is real adult, but like I watched Dan in real life the other day, um, you know, that movie. And I was so excited to find that on there. Have y'all seen Dan in real life? No, oh, no that's, I know. that's Steve Carell, isn't it? It is Steve okay. Carell. And it's absolutely fabulous. Parker could be in the room and watch it. And I would have been comfortable. I mean, some of the, a couple of the jokes would have gone over his head, but it's like rated PG. But it was just nice to watch like a romantic comedy I enjoyed that aspect. So I hope they'll still pull some more from like, I guess they got that because of Fox, right? Mm-hmm. That's a Disney produced movie. Is it really? Yeah, it's Touchstone, which was, which Disney was like, Dis- or is still Disney's, well, they don't use it anymore, but it was Disney's like adult themed production company. That, really? Yeah, that was, that was for PG movies. Here's a little trivia. Do you know what the first Touchstone movie was? Big Business? No. No? Okay, then I don't know. <laughs> three men I be- in, was it Three Men and a Baby? It no. was not. I believe it was Splash. That's right. That's what yeah. you're right. right. And Splash which, is on Disney+. Plus. Which there's a big to-do about that because when um, uh, when she walks out of the water, uh, Daryl Hannah, uh, you can see her backside. And Disney has edited that to lengthen her hair to cover her derriere. Just for Disney+. Plus. Just yeah. for Disney+. Plus. Oh, good it was like a thing this week, right? Didn't that, yeah. Or was it last? Yeah. It came out, I, I yeah, saw a news a story within the past day or two about it. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Right. Well, back to Dan in real life, though. I'm going to tell you guys, if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's got, it. what's fascinating is it, I was going to say it has Michael Scott. It has Steve Carell. And it also has Amy Ryan in it, who later, you know, is Michael Scott's Holly. But they oh, don't okay. really interact much in the movie, but they're both throughout the movie. But it's it's a cute romantic comedy I don't know. It, it's one of those that just makes you feel good. And I feel like they don't make movies like that much anymore. 
I mean, overall, I, I, I'm pleased with it. We we love that all the sports movies are on there that we can mm-hmm. access for Parker to watch. Yeah. So uh, right before our cruise, we watched Cool Runnings, or maybe that was that maybe that was right afterwards. I can't remember because it was delayed on coming out. But we've watched Cool Runnings, and so that was great because we did the bobsledding in Jamaica. So you know, just tying in being able to tie some things in. He brought home a book the other day on the Alamo. What is the Alamo? I don't know if y'all seen that book series kids have, like where is or what is. And he brought home what is the Alamo. And so we're reading this whole book and it talks about Davy Crockett and the Davy Crockett series of movies. Disney produced two, I guess in the fifties. And that's where the song came from. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So we watched that and he loved it. And I'm back there like kind of cringing about a couple of things and going, oh my goodness. But yeah, he right. thought those movies were wonderful. And then I'm, I'm like, oh, he can learn something. But the Alamo, okay, so I'm, I'm jumping off a train uh, on a trail here. I'm sorry. But didn't Disney make a movie called The Alamo? They did, like in the 90s, I think. Yeah. There's another Alamo movie out there. Yeah. Yes. And they made it, and it's got, like, Billy Bob Thornton and um, Dennis Quaid and stuff, but it's not on Disney+. Plus. Anybody know why? Well, probably for the same reason that uh, National Treasure wasn't on originally. It could be a licensing issue. Okay. But what I want to know with the 50s Davy Crockett is, what the heck is Jed Clampett doing out there? (laughs) That's Buddy Ebsen. Yeah. 2004, the Alamo movie... We had released by Touchstone. I would assume it's a PG-13 movie, a rated movie. That's so they why. can't have PG-13 on Disney+. Plus. Well, they can because they have those Marvel movies that are <laughs> that are PG-13. And the Star Wars are PG-13. But I guess they don't want this movie on there. <laughs> it's Yeah. They're not, I will say they, they are not consistent with why there are certain movies on it and certain that aren't. It's just like the yeah, Simpsons. Really no... the, they, I mean, they, they were fine with putting the Simpsons on there, which there are some questionable themes in the Simpsons, I will be honest, and they don't care. And oh, that's fine. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think there really is a, there must be, is there one person making that decision? Is there like a whole team and they're, you know, yes, no, would they like vote on it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think in the case of the Alamo, I think that that movie was not well received. So that's likely why it's not there. That's my guess. But um, I mean, but, you know, there's other movies that are on here that I I think were terribly well received. I've got a I've got a movie that I watched that was not very well received. The Country Bears. The Country Bears. Yes. How was it? 2002, I, I watched it for this show because here we are thinking it's going to be just like the Walt Disney World show, right? It's, oh, there's not, nothing like that. It's nothing like com- that. It's completely different. There's maybe two characters of the same name, but they don't have the same roles. It's com- it's completely different. The way that they do the... I think the bears are puppets or, or robots. They're not CGI. They're, they're physical things. That's pretty cool. <laughs> But the storyline is just, like, crazy. I think it's worth a watch if you have nothing to do. (laughs) But, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, like, you've got a couple, like, you know, big names. Uh, Christopher Walken is in it. And there's a lot of cameo appearances of other pretty big actors. Brad Garrett plays one of the bears from Everybody Loves Raymond with that deep voice that he has. 
Do they sing any of the songs? None of the songs from the show, and it's like it's like almost different. It's almost like rock concert esque music that they're playing. Because they they are a band and they travel on a bus, and I, I think they kind of went for like a Muppets feel with all the guest, you know, guest appearances in the movie. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing it. I don't know. We watched it when the girls were young. Uh, Country Bears, honey. Yeah, Cheryl's shaking her head, but it's one of those movies that like you watch and it's not memorable. And they and they have I, I forgot they have Elton John plays himself in this for a small cameo, but I don't know how they got convinced him to get in there. Don Henley's in it, Queen Latifah, Willie Nelson. Get out of here. Yeah, this it, sounds it, like one that might be fun to watch. Yeah, it they, was just it was just very punchy like, late at night. Disney's got the goods on some people from the uh, early two thousands to to get them in that. Oh my! Is it in the category of it's so bad it's good? I or is think, it just bad? yeah? No, it's, no, it's I, not even yeah. that good. I think at least, yeah. Well, you know, since since Adam has gone on there and and mentioned his, uh, I don't know if it's guilty pleasure or just offbeat show. I will I will jump in here for a second and say that um, I have gotten hooked on the National Geographic component under their science shows. There is a series called Drain the, and then it's Drain the Oceans, World War II, Drain the Great Lakes, Drain Alcatraz, Drain the Bermuda Triangle, Drain Pearl Harbor, and they take side scan sonar, which is really really advanced these days, and they pull all the water away from these ships and wrecks and uh, formations and show you like what's going on down there and they've been able to recreate a couple of the the things around Pearl Harbor or they find this Japanese sub they determine that it was hit by a torpedo they can see where it went down you know they can see the holes the, the, the amount of science uh, that is in this show and the technology is amazing so if you if you have a good 50 minutes um, you know it's not country bears quality but uh, <laughs> you know if, if you're into that kind of stuff it's it's just technologically very cool and i didn't think i would watch a lot of the national geographic stuff because sometimes that stuff's a little eh, you know boringish yeah, uh, yeah but this was th- this is just amazing is uh, it appropriate yeah. for kids tony oh it's very appropriate for children okay i'm a sucker for all the for that for like those national geographic do- uh, documentaries i always like so i was just scrolling through this week and you know they have like you know, secrets of King Tut's tomb and, you know, stuff about the Titanic. And like, I love all that. Yeah. I think we're going to start picking up on, on some of those too. Cause there's, I, I, there's a bunch of them out there. All that. Neat. I forget how, how good national geographic stuff is until I, you know, see a list of what they have available, you know? Right. And they've even got a, a national geographic, uh, SpaceX, uh, Mars series, uh, episode. Okay. So, it's very good and, and just, you know, get your attention if you're like a nerdy geek. And, and you know, it's, it's kind of off the beaten path because I don't think, you know, National Geographic isn't really what main crux of this, you know, website streaming service is. But it, a, a lot of stuff has me, uh, you know, has my attention in there. And I'm, I'm in it a lot more than I thought I would be. Well, Tony, on that aspect, we, you know, we were supposed to go for spring break to Phoenix and we were going to go to the Grand Canyon and I use, they have a show called Into the Grand Canyon, and then there's another one focusing on national parks. And I started watching those just to help us, you know, show this to Parker, and this is what we're going to go see and get an idea of things to do. And they were so well made. I yeah. loved them. Now, if you're going to watch Yellowstone, though, we turned that on for a minute, and we had to turn that off. I could not handle all that. There was, there was some violence. Animal oh, really? violence is harder for me to watch than people violence. 
Hmm. Even though I know it's nature, but you know, eating each other's whatever. But anyway, um, (laughs) that was just challenging for me, but I love the national park series. And the other one I like, and this is just my warm fuzzy is there's a series on national geographic um, called unlikely friends. And it's got animals such as a rhino baby rhino that was rescued in South Africa. And they couldn't calm it. They couldn't, it didn't have another rhino and they put a sheep with it and they became best buds and it helped rescue it. And just all these different animals that relied upon each other that they used to help the animal maybe grow or become comfortable or in, um, anyway, if you need some feel good stories during this time, those are precious. Well, who would have known that a sheep and a rhino could become friends? Oh, yes. There is, you know, there is a book about a turtle. Okay, so I can go down a rabbit hole. Sorry, never mind. But it's really good. You need to check it out. Unlikely Wait, a rabbit friends. a rabbit and a turtle are friends? Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I have this kid's book about there's a turtle and I can't remember the other thing. And it's absolutely, ah, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you later. I digress. All right, Mark, how about you? Do you have a, a guilty pleasure slash off-beaten path show that you're watching? I really love the, all the animated shows. Like, I, so I've been watching, like, I love Phineas and Ferb. I'm an, I'm an unabashed Phineas and Ferb fan, <laughs> right? And, like, it's one of those, like, so if, if, you know, we're after dinner and the kids are still up and, you know, we're sitting on the couch, I'll turn Phineas and Ferb on because, they're you know, and I think it drives Bridget crazy. But I, I, I like all those animated shows. What's the other one I really, Phineas and Ferb, that's, um, oh, crap, I can't think of it. It was on Disney, Disney Plus a while back. I can't think of it, but it's um, it's the one with like Dipper and the Mystery Shack. I can't think of the name of it off the top. Oh, of the uh, yeah, 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 with the uncle, the grandpa. Yes, uh, I can't think of the name of it. And neither can but I. I watched uh, Gravity Falls. I, I watch Gravity Falls. I watch that all the time. I watch Ducktales all the time. The new Ducktales, I think, is great. You know, so that's those are my guilty pleasures. <laughs> right. I, I still can't get behind that new Mickey. I've I've tried watching some of the shorts on here. <laughs> And I cannot get on that new Mickey. I, 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 yeah, I, I like the, I like those shorts. I think they're funny. So I, yeah, that's, those are all, so I, I watch a lot of the animated stuff. I think I, I watch more animated stuff than my kids do. Mm-hmm. All right. I found the book real quick. Yes. It's called Owen and Mazie, the true story of a remarkable friendship. And it's about a rhino and a turtle. Sorry, y'all can see that. But anyway, yeah. it's a great story. And then there's they've actually came up with lessons to use with kids about the true story of a remarkable friendship and about how you don't have to be the same to be a good friend. It's an it's a neat book, but it's a true story. Rhinos and turtles. Put that together. And so. at the end, I believe the <laughs> rhino crushes the turtle and then devours him. Uh, uh, oh, Tony, Tony, Tony. Circle of life. <laughs> That's when it. I hide my eyes. <laughs> Now you've ruined it. No, but <laughs> yeah. Hey, but Mark, you were talking about the animated. I made a list of a couple of shows I've never seen and wanted to know if you guys had seen them and if you recommended for me or for Parker to watch. Uh-huh. And Parker's nine. Okay, he's a nine-year-old boy. Okay. Darkwing Duck. Yeah, that's that's a that's a '90s, right? It was like yeah, 1990s era. I'd give and, that a um, thumbs up. It's sort of like a cult, cl- like you haven't been able to watch that for a really long time. So it was like a big deal when it hit Disney Plus. Okay. And that character is at Animal Kingdom right now. Well, what's what's really cool is that they're they're reintroducing, like in the modern DuckTales version, uh, show, 
they're reintroducing a lot of those those characters from like the nineties. Okay. And Darkwing Duck has been in the new DuckTales. Oh, he is. Uh, okay. The three Kebble, the three Caballeros of, are in the new DuckTales. So it's yeah, they're they're starting to reintroduce a lot of this stuff. But yeah, Duck, Darkwing Duck's very good. Okay, Adventures of Gummy Bears. Never watched that one. That's an old ABC Saturday morning cartoon. Okay. From like the eighties. Yeah, and it was, yeah, and I think it was coming on when I was Aged graduating out of, it. out of that era. Era, yeah. All right, Goof Troop. It's, I think that's the same era as Darkwing Duck, if I'm not mistaken. It was like it was like the, the Disney afternoon, right? Goofy with his son, 1992. So it's before a Goofy movie. Right. Oh. But the Goofy movie came from Goof Troop, right? Yeah, yeah, I would oh. think so. Yeah. Really? Because we love yeah. the Goofy movie with Max. So this yeah. is about before Max gets older or something yeah it appears that max is still a child there's two seasons on this goof troop i mean it's worth a shot right okay i I have one more and this isn't animated but boy meets world have y'all seen that is that That, for kids i think that's more Uh, for middle school okay yeah i'm 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 totally unfamiliar with that one that's the one with um topanga topanga and um Mr. Feeney, and I forgot the name of the, the guy, the boy. Corey. Yeah, that's right, Corey. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's about, like, middle school, like, girlfriend-boyfriend relationships. That I would save that for when he's, um, like, 30. <laughs> <laughs> no, at least, at least when he's, like, you know, changing classes in school type thing. <laughs> so you're just about able to watch it then, since you're uh, just about 30. Yeah, yeah, I still... <laughs> I'm still I'm not allowed for PG-13 movies yet, so I'm still waiting on those Marvel stuff. But I'm sure it'll be fine. Can I give a shout out to something to a show that came on Disney Plus recently? Of course. Um, Imagination Movers was on Disney was was on um, not uh, Disney Channel Disney Junior. D- Disney Junior. Yeah. Or, well, it was yeah, it was Disney Junior, and that show. My son loved that show when it was on. I mean, I he we went to Imagination Mover concerts. <laughs> he had like a little Imagination Mover suit. That show, if there's anybody out there who's never seen it, and you have little kids, it is a fantastic show. The music's really good. I I love that show. I, I, we've been we've been watching. It was, it's actually been funny. My son would be embarrassed to it if he knew that. But we I've been putting it on for like old times' sake, and we're all sitting there like singing along with the songs because we had all the CDs and stuff like that. All right. Well, so the the, really the big question the big question is: Imagination Movers, the Wiggles, and Choo Choo Soul are in a street fight. Who walks out? Choo Choo Soul. Choo Choo Soul. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even though there's only three of them. DJ. Yeah. Have you seen the the conductor? DJ's or... a big guy. Yeah. DJ's a big guy. Yeah. yeah In fact, right. he when I went to the Imagination Movers concert, they had those guys. The uh, the Choo Choo Soul people were there, <laughs> and and they they like did a song together. It was it was cute. And DJ's a, right. he was a big guy. He's a big guy. All right. So when the series debuted, I think there were four big shows that you know were were getting all of the hype. Uh, the first one, The Mandalorian. Quick roundtable. Did you watch it, Adam? Yes. Did you like it? Very good. Excellent. All right. It's the excellent. What, it's what I kind of I like that western-ish type of Star Wars. It was different. It was good. I like it. I want more of that. All right, Rachel. How about you, Mandalorian? I think we've watched four or five episodes. 
I thought it was all right. I need more. It, it needs to happen a little bit quicker for me. I lose attention, okay. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I need it to happen a little bit faster. He needs to there's, walk faster. <laughs> I was going to say, I think each one of those 42 minute shows, there's at least 17 minutes of walking in each one. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I, I it's going to be happen a little bit quicker or I'm going to have to start doing something else. All right. And Mark, I know the answer for you is yes. yes. And, and what did I you think? of? I loved it. I loved it. I loved every moment of it. I thought, right. I, thought I, I thought, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I, I, I remember reading, I forget whose review it was, but somebody said something along the lines of, you know, they made Star Wars dangerous again. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, and I, and I, I believe it. Like it, 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 you had like a feeling of like the stormtroopers were dangerous. They were something to be, you know, they weren't like, you know, the, the jokes. Just bad shots. Right, right. They were, right. they were sort of dangerous. I thought that was great. Awesome. And are you looking forward to the new Disney gallery series that is behind the scenes of the, of the Mandalorian? Yes. I saw, Which, I saw that that's coming. Yeah. It debuts on, on uh, May 4th. Okay. For Star what does Wars that mean? Day. Uh, so it's a, it's, I believe it's a six or eight episode uh, show with John Favreau where they go behind the scenes of the Mandalorian. So they get into the production of the episodes. Okay. Uh, they go to table reads, they talk about content. So it's, if you like the inner workings of television, or I keep saying television, but streaming services, I guess, um, you know, this is a behind the scenes look at what gets yeah. done for the show. And they've done some really unique stuff to, to for the, um, it, they've done some really neat, unique stuff to to film that show, like like how they they do the um, the planets and stuff like that. Like it, it's a, it, it's a lot of green screen, but they do it in a way that's or it's not green screen. They do they actually have like 4K televisions behind that display some of the you know some of the the environments. Like it's it's really cool. So I'm looking forward to that show. Have they made John Favreau a Disney legend yet? Jeez, if they haven't, they should. Yeah. What is his hand not involved in? I mean, I'm blown away by every because he's in charge of all those live animated movies, right? Didn't he do Lion King and he did Jungle Book? He had a hand in Jungle Book. Jungle Jungle Book. He had a hand in the Lion King. He Iron Man one, two. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a player. All of Mandalorian. So the second of the big hype shows. Imagineering story. I think we we've all watched it except for uh, Rachel, who has not watched the last episode. Consensus on it. Personally, I liked it. I could, I could go with a you know fifty week season of that show if they could just <laughs> yeah. keep shooting content. Uh, how about you guys? Yeah, that was yeah. That, that was what we all wanted as the park fans. I mean, I wish it was they could have stretched it out more. I could go for hour long episodes on each attraction, especially the original stuff and why they did what they did. It's amazing that they had all of that content from years and years ago. I believe that's because they were working on documentary series in the past and they just never released them for whatever reason. I don't know. But, you know, all of those like old interviews with people that are unfortunately passed away, the fact that they had that all canned, ready to go was amazing. I would just, I really wish they just continue and keep going and you know that would be nice the i don't i don't remember which one it was but it was the episode where they 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 went into like the matterhorn bobsleds in, in disneyland who was the imagineer was it bob Gurr? bob Gurr, who created the vehicles and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. and they and they had him back there like in the and the, you know and they went back to where the wall where where a lot of the cast members have signed it and he signed it like like that was just awesome. <laughs> you know, right. I was, you know, I just love that. 
you know. That that was another tissue to wipe up tears for me. Right, right. All right, now here, personally, this for me was a miss. Uh, the third big hype show was The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Uh, now, I enjoy Jeff Goldblum's work as an actor. I know he's a very quirky individual. Uh, we watched the first episode, which was all about uh, the, the sneaker sneaker world, I guess, sneaker, the sneaker life. And he's, I don't know if this is a persona he puts on for the show, but he is just, he's an odd duck. And I wanted to like the show. I tried to watch a second episode and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Did, did anybody watch this? I haven't seen it. Okay. I haven't seen a single episode. Now, I know it's coming back for a second season, so somebody's watching it. Yeah. But uh, it's just, it's a lot of Jeff Goldblum. I got bored. I did not finish, like, maybe the maybe I stopped on, like, the third one. I don't even remember. It was, and, and the topics were good. I like, you know, one of them was, like, ice cream. That was cool to learn about ice cream and blue jeans. But, and I like him, too, as an actor. And in, in Jurassic Park, he was you know the original Jurassic Park stuff. He was great. He was great in the Guardian. Yeah, Guardian. No, no, that was yeah. Thor. He, he was Thor. Yeah, Thor, Thor Ragnarok. The Thor Ragnarok movie. I, I don't know why I thought, but he was great in that movie. Mm-hmm. As a show on his own, no, <laughs> it was just weird. <laughs> now the movie I'm associating with is Independence Day. Yeah, he's great in that too. Yeah. That, yeah. When I think of him, that's who I think of. It was mm-hmm. his dad. <laughs> that movie. Yeah, and he's great, but uh, you know, I'm I'm looking now at the at the page for his show, and the sneakers episode was 31 minutes, and all I can think is that episode 31 minutes was the longest hour and a half of my life. <laughs> you know, because it just it dragged, and and I can't believe it was that short. So, all right, so I, I, personally, I'm chalking that up as a miss. Uh, and then what was the uh, the fourth big show? Oh, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Did anybody watch it? Uh, I think Adam might have. I did. I You did, and Rachel watched it. Wow. It was good. I liked it. It was better than I thought it was going to be. So, so they're actually, it was engaging to watch a show about a fake high school putting on a musical about a musical. Yeah. From a TV show. The characters were good. I, I was confused. I thought... The show was a real high school, and they were like documentary style. This high school putting on this play of the High School Musical as a, as its musical. Turns out it's not a real high school. They are actors. They are not even most of them aren't even high school age. They're you know older. They just look young. <laughs> Must be nice. So it was just like a regular show that everybody you know has. So it wasn't as what I it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. But they did a really good job and. A lot, some new music, original, some old stuff uh, from the High School Musical movie, the first one. And I think the, the actors, they did a really great job. I liked it. I was pleasantly surprised. And that's coming back with a second season. They're going to do another musical. So uh, we'll see how that happens. And Rachel, what were your thoughts on it? Well, Parker was the one who really watched it. And I was just kind of in the background folding laundry. But he enjoyed it. So, you know. I guess from a nine-year-old boy's standpoint, but he likes those movies. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see that at all. And I think Bridget may have tried to talk Katie into it, but they didn't watch it either. But we did see that encore show, 
Like we watched that, mm-hmm. um, which is I think was sort of related, and that that was really I, I really enjoyed that show. That that, that was fun to watch as a, as a person who was once a theater person. It was fun mm-hmm. to watch that show. Funny, I never took you for a thespian. Yeah. Okay, know. you've got to tell more. You can't just dangle that little carrot and then yeah, not I, <laughs> explain. <laughs> I I would say, well, if this gives you, gives you any idea how my life has progressed, I was a theater and a history major in in college. <laughs> so I was I successfully managed to make myself qualified for almost nothing. So that was my. I was going to say, wow, Andrew Gainesville <laughs> employed now. <laughs> Right, so there, that's it. But, yeah, Bridget and I are both theater people. She was a she was a theater person in in high school and college too. So, all right, all right. And Adam, a question for you: since you know about season two, will they be changing the name of the show? Well, they kind of should because they're going to do the musical now is going to be Beauty and the Beast, so it's not going to have anything to do with High School Musical. So maybe they should change it, but maybe people would not know what it is when it comes out. So maybe they but you, you, yeah, you've got your branding all set up. You're already known as High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah, I don't they, think they want to make Beauty and the Beast the musical, the musical, the they, series. I don't know why they didn't continue that and just go with the second movie and then the third movie and then and then the actual plays from the movies because, like, the first movie there was a play that they were supposed to put on that we never see because of the, how the movie turns out. But like, I don't know they they, they could have expanded that a little more. But you know, Disney likes to redo the same movie over and over again. We've got two Beauty and the Beast. Let's now make a stage production of Beauty and the Beast for television with children. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, retcon things, but it is what it is. All right. And uh, our last topic on the Disney Plus uh, uh, topic, are there any little hidden gems that you've watched that you, you know, maybe you saw 30 years ago, uh, you know, an old favorite that you have found on there, something that just tickles your fancy as a Disney fan. I've been trying to watch a lot of the, like, cause it's, I, I remember watching as a kid, there were a lot of those live action Disney movies, you know, there was like the apple dumpling gang and, 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 uh, the Herbie and all, you know, or the love bug and all that. So I've been, I've been watching them. I've been trying to get my family to watch them. And uh, Bridget's usually on board. The kids, like we, we watched, we tried to watch the Love Bug one night, and they were just totally bored. Like you don't realize until you see a movie from that era how much talking there was in those movies as compared to movies today. Like there's a lot of action in movies right. today, even you know. And um, and those movies were just just a lot of people standing around talking a lot of the time, you know. So the kids were just totally bored, like the Apple Dumpling Gang. They had no interest in. But I I I, I really like those. You know, I watched them. It was it was very nostalgic for me. You know? All right, like you know, I love Dean Jones and Buddy Hackett, but you know, maybe you should start your kids off with the Lindsay Lohan version of Hurting right. a Love Bug, and then <laughs> no. work your way back. No, we go old school here. We don't go at all. <laughs> I will admit that I too watched the Apple Dumpling Gang, but I did not make it to the Apple Dumpling Gang two yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get there someday. Uh, Adam, how about you? Any any favorites for you? Yeah, so there's the original sh- program. They call it One Day at Disney, and it's shorts. So what they've done is go around throughout the company, and for like five seven minute short videos, you kind of see what the person does. And they've done people that work in the parks, animation employees, um, people that 
work for like Lucasfilm. One of them is the guy that gets to control BB-8. They had somebody who's a, a diver for the submarine uh, attraction at Disneyland. And they just kind of like, you know, do a five-minute spiel about what they do and follow them around. It's really cool. It shows you that there's, you know, there's so many different jobs at the company that sometimes you don't even realize would exist. But somebody's got to do the job and and they kind of they go through that. And it's just really, uh, and it's quick too. Just kind of roll through them. There's, there's about like 20 of them out there right now. And I think I think they're going to keep releasing them, I hope. Yeah, I think there's uh, 45 or 50 of them coming. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so we'll get a lot of more new stuff, you know, as it uh, right. as the time and, goes on. And there, there is the accompanying – there's an hour-long show, which has like the first five or seven of the individual pieces, but they're all tied into one uh, long show. There's also an accompanying coffee table book. If you go to, you know, Barnes and Noble or Amazon, you can buy the one day at Disney book, which talks about it because all of these little segments, I believe were shot on one day all across the world in all of the parks, you know, Castaway Key. There's a guy from Castaway Key who's involved uh, and they did it all on, on the course of one day, which is why the name is one day at Disney. We'll move on to Rachel. Rachel, do you have any shows that uh, have grabbed your fancy? Well, I, I mentioned we were, had enjoyed watching the sports shows, Parker's Into Sports, and we watched Glory Road the other day. Have you all seen that movie? It's about the basketball team in El Paso. No. I have, I not. have not seen it. I mean, it's, it's on the list of things to eventually see. It looks good. Yeah, it's with, um, I think his name's Josh Lucas. It was in 2006, but it's about the first all-African-American college basketball team. And they go on to the NCAA tournament and everything. It's based on a true story. Um, oh, I can't remember the guy's, the coach's name. But if you follow college basketball, you'd recognize the coach's name even. But it, And it's PG. It's well-made. He really enjoyed it. We've watched that. I'm trying to think. I already mentioned Dan in real life. And then I, I love little romantic comedies. I love, We watched 10 Things I Hate About You the other day. And I forgot <laughs> how great Heath Ledger is in that movie. That you know? movie's on Disney Plus. It is. Wow. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. That is. They have such randomness. Yeah, then it's PG thirteen. That so, they let on. They let that movie on, but like other movies, they don't. Very strange. Very yeah. strange. But I know you all are Marvel geeks or whatever. We have, so I told you, we watched them last year as much as we could, you know, and then in game. And now I'm enjoying the fact that I can, we're going back through them again. But Tony, we're not doing them in the order you like to do in the order they were released. We're doing them in chronological as they tell the story. And so, especially during this coronavirus, there it's, it's a lot of hours yeah. to take up. <laughs> so I'm just enjoying the fact because before I was going to the library and I was going to all different places trying to get these movies to watch and fill in the holes, and now I can just click and, you know, there it is. So and and they have the bonus footage. Have y'all noticed that? Like the extras are down below. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you don't even have to have the DVD or whatever. You know, all the extras, the bloopers, and all that. And we've been watching all yeah. that stuff too. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, if you don't purchase the the Blu-ray, then you don't get your Disney Movie Rewards points. <laughs> and then you don't get cool tchotchke things or tours of Disney's Burbank Studios. Are you still buying movies, Tony? I am. I'm old school. Did Did you buy Rise of Skywalker? I did. 
because man, I want to watch to that. Quarantine to get that. <laughs> I want to watch that movie, but it's I'm I'm cheap, and I want to wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. Yeah. I don't want to buy a movie that I'm gonna I can watch, you know, in six months from now. Did you guys watch Onward? Yes, did. and we saw it in the movie theaters. Oh, well, well, you know, Tony, they just they just know where to hit you. I I liked it. Yeah. It was different. I liked it. It was different, and that's fine. And uh, I. I think Chris Pratt is really good as an animated character. I did not think though Tom Holland was really that great in that role. I it, it just and maybe I just don't like how quiet he was. It, it just wasn't animated. No, no pun intended. Well, he was supposed to be awkward. You know, like that was it was kind of that's how I like he's supposed he's supposed to be like an awkward teen. So he sort of was. You know, yeah. I don't know. But I thought that movie was great. I really enjoyed it. Excellent. Yeah. Well, as as we get ready to close things out here, I will say that uh, one of my favorite aspects of Disney Plus is not any one show, but they have curated a lot of the content into Disney through the decades. And it's very interesting to go through there through the 20s, the 30s, the 40s and see what Disney was releasing in terms of uh, animation and live action movies and Disney nature. And, you know, my my heart belongs to that 70s stuff kind of along the same lines that Mark was talking about with a lot of the live action uh, movies, you know, Apple Dumpling Gang, uh, Love Bug, Million Dollar Duck, a lot of the Dean Jones stuff. Um, and then, it, you know, it starts to get into the 80s and, and things get a little more advanced and you're into Star Wars and, uh, you know, the second coming of, of Disney's animation, you know, through the late 80s and, and 90s. And uh, it, it's really interesting to see how it's changed with each each decade. And, you know, you look at 2010 and it's just like all mater and, and cars, yeah, you know, at, right, the, at the beginning right. of the time, how not only Disney as a as their content has changed, but like what was popular in terms of which characters. Uh, so it's it's just a an interesting way to slice, uh, look at different slices of Disney. And my, my all-time favorite in there, though, is in the 60s. There is an episode of uh, Wonderful World of Disney that is based on Disney Holiday. And it has uh, Walt just going through Disneyland around the holidays. And it shows what they do in their Christmas parade and how funny the 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 characters looked back then and uh, the dancers in the shows and they're releasing balloons and live doves and you know all the stuff that PETA and uh, uh, you know OSHA and everybody would not allow today just because of uh, you know the way things have changed in the past 50 years so just a, a really cool look at Disney so before we wrap it up here any anybody have any final thoughts on Disney plus not that I, I just say I think it, it's a it's a great service. I think it's certainly worth. I mean, I bought the 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 three year deal back then. I think it's totally worth it. Like we'll we'll get our money's worth out of it. Um, and there's a lot of good stuff out there. Just you know, go out and if and and check it out. There's there's a lot of good like gems in there. Well said. All right. So uh, on behalf of Adam, Rachel, and Mark, this is Tony. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this look at Disney+. Plus. As always, I remind you that the show is sponsored by Main Street and More Travel. So head on over to MainStreetAndMoreTravel.com and let Chris hook you up with an agent for your vacation needs. And until next time, be safe, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.